Welcome back to another episode of Liquor and Leagues. Don't worry, I'm not going to waste your time with an explanation of today's show. So grab yourself a drink, sit back, relax, and join us for another episode of Liquor and Leagues. Because no, I can no, always that wasn't intro. my point. <laughs> 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 there are quantum I'm, physics. Look here, look here, uh, Brett Michaels. In the, uh, if we're just exploring my inner demons here. You wouldn't have been quite as polite when you left the interview. No. I mean, if need be, we can start a GoFundMe yeah. page for you. This is but where we lack comparative knowledge, Max. Damn, dude, three hours later. Others actually want to watch some people play. See dude. reference Rick and Morty. <laughs> I will do my editing, don't you worry. That's fantastic. <laughs> Afternoon, gentlemen. How are we doing? Doing well. Yeah. How, about, how about that? Some of us week- better than others. Yeah. How about that yeah. weekend of football? I mean, it's um, interesting. T- two of our three teams won, just not the two out of three that usually mm-hmm. win. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm, it, go ahead. I, and I was going to say, let's be honest. Uh, Arkansas should have won that game. Yeah. Could have, would have, should have. Yeah. I, 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 I think Monday we'll do some analysis, but man, that, that I, was so frustrating to watch. I, I think yeah. if you're a fan of offense and no defense, this is your season. I'm, I'm calling this Nobody the, plays defense. Yeah, I'm calling this the weekend that they forgot how to play defense. So. Whoa, 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 whoa. It's not just the weekend, dude. It, no, I, well, again, some teams been, throughout the course have played defense, right? But this weekend, across the board, nobody played fucking defense. Yeah. And, and so it was just like, holy shit. Uh, through the week, uh, you and I touched on this last night. It was like, uh, I guess people just decided they weren't going to play defense. You know, and it's just like, what, you're afraid to get in someone's face? We joked about this back in our very first episode when we talked about the risk of sports. Being in a, in a locked up, on, you know, offense-defensive line, guys tackling, getting in each other's faces in the COVID era. And what was that going to look like? Well, here we are, week three of the SEC, and I think that's what it looks like. People just don't want to play defense. It's, frankly, it's pathetic, especially when you look at a lot of these teams where they're historically have always been defense-minded teams, and it's just like they're giving up touchdown up after touchdown passes runs and it's like holy shit so i don't know i mean i think bo pelini gave us a clinic on how to how to run a defense (laughs) (laughs) does he still have a job (laughs) and and, and clearly i mean you you say it's all offense but hello mississippi state come on they put two on the board i'm not i'm not sure they are who we thought they were yeah right I, I, and you can't bring up Vanderbilt because I mean, you know, they put up a touchdown. That that's offense for them. Well, that was that was South Carolina being, you know, uh, congenial. You know. Yeah. Well, that's in my notes. I said, did South Carolina play really well, or was Vanderbilt just being well, fucking Vanderbilt? I mean, well, I, I, let's be honest. It was probably a little bit of the former, but mostly the latter. And again, no no team really playing defense. Some of the notes I made uh, clearly the early games, Florida, fuck again. Letting teams uh, you, put you know, up too many we, points. We've talked about this. They, they've been living on the edge, you know, the first two games. I mean, they they, their motto was to outscore everybody and not play defense, and, and it caught up to them. Yeah, that, that line just – they just did, couldn't get established on the D line. I mean, when they started hitting those runs with, with Spiller. Yeah, I was yeah like, number 28. Spiller yeah. looks legit. I was like, that's not a good sign. When you start ripping runs consistently like that, that is not a good sign. I think they had one drive where, I mean, they pretty much gave up the the pass and just they knew. We talked about this. If you can't stop me, I'll keep running the play until you do. And we just couldn't stop them. Well, and you you run it against the defense that's getting tired now because you're running at them every time. You don't sub out. So why not? I mean, 
let's be honest. I think it, you know, I think it topped 90 degrees in Texas yesterday. So I'm sure heat played a, played a factor in it. Yeah. But Mac, it's like you said about the NBA, everybody's putting up monster numbers in terms of offense because nobody's playing defense. And yeah, now I mean, we're starting not, to see the same thing. So, Hey, hey it's fun to watch. It I'm is. not going to, unless not you're gonna, on the losing end it, of it. it yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, a, I mean, a spectator. It's fun to watch. Or is that a byproduct of the fact that, you know, most of these teams probably haven't been able to prepare the way they're used to preparing or to take it a step further. Is it a byproduct of the fact that you're playing SEC teams every week, week in and week out, and you're not getting any, you know, powder puff teams. Well, I heard a, I heard a pundit say yesterday that defense is a lot harder to train for in a COVID era because they're not hitting in practice. They're not doing the same tackling drills. Offense is much, it's much faster for them to keep up in terms of training during COVID because they're running, they're throwing, but the defense is having a hard time during practices because they can't run the way they would have previously because of the concern. And, and maybe that's part of the issue. Yes, there are teams that lose guys to the NFL and now they're rebuilding, but I don't know. Isn't tackling fucking tackling fucking tackling? Like tackling I don't know, bro. I don't know. Watching that Florida game yesterday, I'm not sure I can say that tackling is fucking tackling is fucking tackling. I know. I uh, wow. Well, and the worst part, you know, and, and touching on that game, uh, the worst part was is they were getting bodies to the to the players. Right. They just, just could not bring them down. That was I think down. what frustrated me. I mean, you know, if he's just juking and jiving people left and right, right. Hey man, that that's just your players Which better he than was. Our, I mean, some of those runs some were pretty impressive. Actually. But there right. were times where, you know, I mean, there were two, three Florida players around him putting arms on him and just not not, not finishing the down. tackle. And that's a problem. And I think the four of us have discussed this ad nauseum over the years of arm tackling out of defenses. I mean, there's just about nothing as frustrating as watching your defense try to freaking noodle arm tackle people or just dive in the way of them, hoping that, you know, they're going to knock them over. And, and I get that in this, this day and age with the concern for head trauma and stuff like that, like you can't lower the boom and really lay a guy out. They have to be more technical. uh, uh, more they technical and adept at, at making adjustments when they are tackling a guy coming at him. I get that aspect. But like you said, when a guy's coming at you full speed, he's, you know, six two, you know, 240 pound running back or whatever. It's like your arms are just sometimes not going to be enough. you got to find a way to get him to the ground. Well, shit, sometimes wrapping them up and dropping your body weight ain't going right. to be enough yeah. on some of these running backs. I mean, you've seen the legs on some of these guys. They're bigger yeah. than tree trunks. It was definitely an interesting weekend across the board. Florida, obviously losing, was a heartbreaker. South Carolina beat Vanderbilt, like you said, though. That's more just Vanderbilt being Vanderbilt in yeah, this I'm not this day overly confident that it means anything more but, than that, to be honest. Let's be honest, though. With, with no powder puff teams, do they win a game this season? Vanderbilt? And Vanderbilt could go over. Uh, I, I don't know, man. They're playing all uh, SEC. I mean, I guess, Mike, Mike, Mississippi so State. Vandy. <laughs> I know, right? I, I, if you go Can to Vanderbilt, the I apologize. You know, it's a, I'm sure it's a fantastically great academic school. They just can't play. Know so your limitations. I mean, yeah. you can't even guarantee. Like, you go Vandy. Maybe Vandy Mizzou is a toss-up. Fucking Mizzou beat LSU yesterday. Right. I, I, I'm looking at it right now. That. I'm thinking maybe Mississippi State. That's maybe. what I was thinking. Maybe. If they follow the blueprint that Kentucky's defense took yesterday, it's possible, clearly, right? Because that's the only team they beat on the board yesterday. And I tell you, you know, just glancing at some of these stats, too, I mean, a lot of these teams that are getting massive points, like LSU had 49 rushing yards total. It was in 430 air. in the air. That's crazy. 
I mean, well, in Missouri, actually, well, Missouri had 180 as a team. The Roundtree cracking 100 at 119 with 18 right. carries. Again, offense doesn't seem to be – well, I won't say offense doesn't seem to be the issue. You look at Kentucky late last night and their offense, they didn't even amass 160 total fucking yards in the game. Now they won, but they didn't break 160 total yards. And the only reason I think they won that game was because Mississippi State turned the ball over six times. That'll do it. Yeah, and and Hoss, you said this. You can't you can't turn the ball over and win the if you're not winning the turnover game, you're not going to win. You most times yeah, you don't win outright. Statistically <laughs> and historically, that that's been a tried and true yeah. stat line, right? If you win the the plus minus and the turnovers, you're going to win a huge percentage of the time. Yeah, I think uh, what was it a couple of years ago? It was like no team had ever overcome five turnovers uh, when Jameis Winston was with FSU. And they came back and won with five turnovers, which, or maybe one team or it was a handful. But it, it you know why that happened, stats. right? They, they told him they'd give him uh, lifetime free crab legs. Crab legs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, he I, I, stay, I, I was just going to say my statistic of passing is probably not standing up to muster as I keep looking at other games. I, I tell you what, and we've all talked, I think we all have talked about this on some level and agreed to this on some level. This has been a fascinating season and will continue to be so because it's so unique. It's such a one-off that how can you not pay attention and just enjoy the ride? Right. And that's, I think that's what we're all trying to do is just, I mean, it's hard, right? It's much harder than what we've had to experience in the past. As far as every weekend, every week out, it, it's, it's, it's a knockdown, drag them out. Who knows what, who the F's going to win. Right. No, correct me if I'm wrong. None of us picked A&M over Florida, right? No, no, we did not. I would have never. No, that. I don't think anybody yeah. would have. I think 100 times out of 100, I would have gone Florida, the way they flipped. But well, I did I, win the week. I won the week in picks. That's all that matters. You, Look at you coming in there with a, with a massive five. Five. Right. <laughs> I'll take it. A win's a Which, win. Just like South Carolina will take it. You're, you're damn right, buddy. <laughs> yeah, like Florida, Florida had 90 rushing yards total. A&M had, had 205. Well, uh, that again. might be one of those stats that you look at, at and say, well, that's why that tells you some things just about how right. the lines started to establish. And, you know, that's, that's been a kind of a bygone issue in, in times past with Florida is, you know, when they didn't have an offense, their defense was out there for, you know, 70, 90 plays in a game, and they just get gassed by the fourth quarter. Well, now we finally have an offense, so you expect your defense not to have those same issues because they're not on the field as much. And yet, clearly, the depth on defense doesn't exist because they're still getting run over. You know? So, so we're, we're three weeks into the SEC college football season. I, I, I'm curious what you guys think. Are, are we are we loving this SEC versus SEC matchup every week? Yes, yeah. but like we've all said, there is no – you don't get a rest. You don't get a tune-up game. You don't get – you know, there is no let's get ourselves in a better position for that big game. You're just – you got to do it. I mean, look at Georgia. They played ranked Auburn last week. They played ranked Tennessee yesterday. They're playing ranked Alabama next week, and they're playing ranked Florida – shortly yeah. after that you know what i'm saying so they're going to be playing a lot of ranked opponents well and that's that's the thing right as a as a fan yes i think it's fun to watch but if i'm rooting for the sec in general to to you know take up some of those playoff spots you know and possibly win the national championship no because now you're beating up on each other so right. it's going to be harder for you know you to get multiple teams into that college championship playoff yeah, but, 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 but here's the thing. If the SEC is the best in the land, which we all agree 
and have, have stated both privately and publicly the SEC is the best in the nation, right? Should that not matter? Shouldn't it be just a proving ground? I don't know. I'm but just we've... really enjoying the thick competition and the fact that every game counts. Every game matters. And every week is worth watching and paying close attention to. Whereas in, in years past, like there's weeks where no one gives a shit. The, the problem is, though, we, we've proven in the past where you can have a two-loss uh, SEC team that will get jumped by – you know, a one-loss Pac-12 team when, when clearly the, the SEC team was a better team and nine times out of ten would beat that Pac-12 team, the, the people voting for the college playoffs are looking at wins and losses 90% of the time. And that's why, you know, you see the SEC picking up some of those powder puff games to, to help Pad their numbers. Bolster those standings and those numbers, they yeah. They're not real wins. That's my point. Is we, we all no, know. no, no, no. If, you, if you're looking at it – objectively you're absolutely right they're not real wins but they're not they're just looking at the total wins and losses that's funny because vanderbilt thinks they're real wins we're i'm (laughs) saying what what i'm what i'm saying is is the way things are playing out this season is you're really cutting the fat away or separating the wheat from the shaft so you're getting a, a much more efficient clearer picture of who should actually be competing in a playoff system and along the way you're getting quality weeks week in and week out of of quality football to watch instead of bullshit yeah, but is there not – you say that, but, I mean, you don't expect LSU to be sitting with two losses three weeks in. Like, that's not, that's not something anybody would have forecast coming into this season. Yeah, and that's LSU's fault. I agree. I'm just saying, you just – that's not an expectation you would have had. Right. But what it means is people – these college programs, these coaches and these kids, they're going to have to change their freaking mindset on how they game plan and how they prepare in the offseason and how they recruit. You know, I mean, it's just – if this format was to stay the same, they, they would have to adjust accordingly. Right. And, and I think the better, more elite programs would. I, I would agree I with think, that. Uh, I, I mean, I think a couple of thoughts uh, related to all this is, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I agree with kind of how we got here, which was if you had a loss, your, your, your chances just diminished. You know, I know there was such a thing as like a, a, a good loss and so forth, but the win-loss column was clearly the most important. And were you a conference champ, you know, being right up there, a pretty important for whether or not you got into the championship. With the four-game format, or four-team format, I think the conversation got better. And I feel like like an eight-team playoff with a conference-only schedule would start to make a whole lot of sense because you'd really know what you had you know, who was really qualified to make it in. Right. Because they had just gone through the gauntlet. And that's kind um, of where I was headed with my next question. And and I think that I would agree with. If you're talking about doing conference only, and then uh, that informs a wider conversation of expanding the playoff format, then yes, I would say I would agree with that. The problem is if you don't, if you don't uh, trim the fat away on terms of the schedule, you're going to have the teams like UCF that are going to always make the argument we should be, we should have a, a place at the dance because, you know, we, we play, you know, 12 games just like everybody else. And, and we historically win X games. And it's like, yeah, but you can't, you get into a bowl game and then you get annihilated, you know, by an Alabama or an LSU, which I think they did a few years ago. LSU just ran over them. And it's like, you can claim yeah, in those yeah, 12 missing games. like five players. 
<laughs> right, maybe can, it was more. I think they were missing like 11 players that game. Yeah, and you can claim that you deserve a seat at the table, but then you get in a game like that when all when the stakes really count, and you get run over, and, and then people sit back and go, that's why you don't get a seat at the table because of games like that. Well, and, we, and let's be honest, it, it's all Auburn's fault that UCF even got the momentum it got. Of course. I still blame Auburn. They could have beat them <laughs> that year. <laughs> yes. They did it, and then we never heard the end of it for like the whole next year. Right. But I, I will say – so far, UCF has not been, quote-unquote, rewarded, you know, just for winning. I, I do believe the sentiment amongst everybody outside of UCF is, like, play somebody. Like Florida, for example, who extended that, right. you know, they offer the for, you know, home and home. They're like, no. Okay, what? If right. you're not going to play anybody, you're, we don't even want to hear it. You, you, you have no credibility. Right. right. And that, yeah. that being in the American whatever fucking conference, the athletic conference – fine you play your conference games and like you're saying your your out of conference games need to be big name teams to make up the shortfall of the what your conference brings to the table if you really want to be in the in the conversation and frankly i mean to florida's credit on that offer i know this is this season went a completely different way but that's a lot of risk for a florida yeah, they don't gain a whole lot by oh. beating a UCF because they're supposed to. Yeah, right. if you UCF lose that has game, has all the incentive to want to play that game. That that's a huge recruiting because now you know it, it makes you. Hey, not only are we playing the big boys, but you're going to get playing time from day one right. at UCF. Right. And I don't want to kick this dead horse, but by that logic, and I agree with that logic. I guess I don't know what I'm trying to say is I feel as though the way things have engaged in years past versus what we're seeing this year, this is better than a form. This is a better than yeah. format where we're getting real time, less fluff bullshit to have to look at, deal with and think about. Yeah. Right. You're not having to wait till like week five, six to go. Are they really good? Yeah. <laughs> it, it, we're going to find out quick. Cause right. it's not just about the wins. It's about the quality wins and how many quality wins you can actually put up because three of the four of us picked Florida to win it all this year I, I, with, with the two Florida guys in the room. How are we feeling about that now? Well, next week is going to be a big What's the next bounce back. Yeah. Next week's going to be the, the real test here, Florida going up against LSU and Alabama going up against Georgia. I mean, talk about eating your own four games into the season. Yeah, I mean, you that's... figure that's three of the top four, you know, three top teams in, in the conference right there playing next week in meaningful games. Right. And you've got to think that LSU is going to come in with some pride. They're going to bounce back, and they're going to play tough. And, but I'm I'm uh, hoping Florida will as well. I hope it, so. Well, is, it, are, is Big you, Ten – are they back on? Or there, is it the 24th the Big oh, Ten starts? So two um, weeks. 24th, yeah. Yeah, I'd have to care. My bad. I don't know. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Sorry. It's, where I was going with that is I think right now we can say with utter confidence, uh, unless UNC surprises – Clemson's just rolling. There's nobody in the ACC. I mean, Miami was supposed to be a challenge. I think we all knew that, like, okay, we'll see. They weren't. So the question is, do you just assume Ohio State's going to do that? Or does a Penn State, you know, like a Wisconsin or somebody step up in the Big Ten? Or has it become a one-horse race? Because if they become one-horse races, then you know who's getting into the playoffs. Right. Because I don't think the Pac-12 is going to get the nod this year. I think they're just starting a little too late. They're only playing seven or six plus one. Seven plus one, plus right. one they're just not going to have enough on the resume to make it a worthwhile addition. Yeah, so it kind of comes down to, you know, do these teams that's, – that's a meandering way of getting around to what do the teams think their motivation is right now other than conference pride? Because LSU, by, for all intents and purposes, they're out. 
Right. I mean, they're out of their running. Oh yeah, uh, without a doubt. Florida, I think Florida still can 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 make it. I mean, if Auburn just plays another one of those crazy ass games against Alabama, maybe they upset the dynamic on the West. But it, it's just one of those. Uh, I, I kind of wonder who has the motivations and how that how that ties to the end game. But like, what does everybody think they're playing for right now? I mean, I, I know we've kind of reverse engineered this by happenstance of COVID, but I, I'm, I'm just I'm just feeling like I really enjoy the quality of games we're seeing week in and week out, which is not what normally happens. And now we're talking about, yeah, okay, LSU is done. Florida still has a chance. But the only way that happens, what? If, if this is our current situation, the only way that happens is if you have a two-game playoff system, you know, at, at, at the end of your conference season. Well, yeah, I mean, that or you continue to have that. The one team that didn't get – the nod for the SEC championship, do they benefit by not losing in the championship or are they better served by going in playing a hell of a game? I mean, it didn't help Georgia the year they right. lost Alabama. It did help Alabama that year. They didn't make it into, <laughs> into the friggin' SEC championship. Cause guess who Georgia lost to in the national championship. <laughs> right. Georgia, Tennessee. I said, Georgia still being Georgia. Uh, I know Stetson Bennett made one mistake, uh, at least one mistake, but I mean, Obviously, they just ran away with that one in the second half again. And so they're going to be interesting to see down the stretch. Next week's a big game for you guys. Alabama's defense doesn't seem to be showing up, but who's going to score more points? That's going to be the question. Alabama Ole Miss, what, 1,300-plus yards of total offense between the two teams? I don't know if you saw it. You know, Saban kind of quipped that he wondered if uh, Ole Miss knew what the defensive play calls were because they always seem to have the perfect play the defense they had i mean that's a hell of a statement when you put up 63 but i yeah. will say this i'm still not a lame kiffin fan but he is at least demonstrating that he has a team that can hang and it'll be interesting to see where they are at the end of the season i'm not, yeah, I'm not giving him credit yet but i'm saying i'm at least paying attention all right so before we move on do we have anything else from yesterday before we move on to our picks for next week and the games that are coming down the line I've got a, a, a quick question. So we, yes. we actually all kind of finished a little bit down this week compared to the previous two weeks. Um, with, the exception, with, with the exception of you, you, you were up a game this week. <laughs> yeah. But, but the, the, the three of us were kind of down a little bit. So I guess my question is, is any big takeaways, like as far as what you saw yeah, or didn't I see out of we certain need, teams? We need to correct the Arkansas-Auburn outcome right? to reflect in the result here. No doubt. We should have actually won that game. I, I agree with that, but I mean, we know our commissioner, you know, elite is not going to change squat. And, and I feel like Mark Packard, when he talks about football, he's like, the more I know, the dumber I get. Like, I feel like I'd be best served just off the cuff rather than trying to actually use logic and reason. Bring for what stats and stuff into it. It's, yeah. it's yeah. interesting that this is the second time you've mentioned Arkansas beating Auburn. You know you chose Auburn, right? Oh, did I? Never mind. We're good. <laughs> I, thought, no, I thought you – Okay. No, that was Mac. Mac chose Arkansas with me. Yeah, you and I chose Auburn. That's why I'm like, that's the second. Oh, time good call. Yeah, that. see, I knew. I, yeah, okay. I knew the, the weirdo oh. imagine. Let me let me go back and check my <laughs> my thing, but I'm pretty sure. So so here's the thing. So here's what I'm hearing. I'm hearing that Mac and Grinch and I want to switch that, and you're 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 on your. So you're outvoted three to one. Yeah, you chose Auburn. Okay, I didn't I didn't key it in on you. Did choose Auburn. Even will, Grinch will, came up from across the aisle to agree. Yeah, with so you yeah, wanted me to change your pick to Arkansas, <laughs> Grinch? Is that what it was? My bad. Um, I'd like you to edit everything I just said out. 
<laughs> got it. Got it. Okay, because that's why I was like, why does he keep saying this? I didn't key it in wrong. All right. So, games for next week. Let's go ahead and get to our picks so that we stay within our time limit. So, Haas and Grinch, you guys are still up. 15 picks aside. Mac in third with 14. I'm closing the gap with 13. Slowly but surely. So, we'll just start. So, birthday boy gets to go first. Oh my God. I apologize. Yes. Birthday boy. I get like a whole weekend, man. This is fantastic. (laughs) Come on over. I got some cantaloupes for you. you Nice. (laughs) All right. So, Mac, Auburn, South Carolina. I'm going Auburn. Probably probably a safe bet. I think it's a safe pick. It is. Texas AM, Miss State. Texas AM. Kentucky, Tennessee. Ah, <laughs> yeah. Tennessee was down yesterday, but again, up down. against Georgia. Kentucky was up yesterday, but again, against Mississippi State. An incredibly anemic offense. I'm going Kentucky. Okay. Uh, Ole Miss, Arkansas? I'm going Ole Miss. I hate to do it, but I'm, I'm, I'm I like, I, I, I can't even say it. Never mind. Okay. Florida. And, and, and you know where Thor's going to go, so. Exactly. That, that's, so that's that's, 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 that's one game right there. So yeah, Florida LSU. I'm going Florida. How do you not Missouri Vanderbilt? It's another one. It's a tough pick. I, I got to go Missouri. And then the big game of the day, Georgia Holy Alabama. Shit. This is the one that puts hair in your chest. This mm-hmm. is it, right? I mean, for all the marbles that- right here. This is going to answer a lot of questions about the season. Alabama. Okay. Sorry, sorry, Grinch. Don't be sorry because, I mean, you know, he's a fan of both of these teams. He's happy either he's, way. He's admitted but, you know. it. You know? Happy and sad. Yeah. yeah. This, this, this is the bittersweet game for you. Who do time. I marry? Who do I kill? Yeah. <laughs> right. Which one's Jessica Chastain? Which one's yeah. – uh, But I do want to point one? out, Alabama, Georgia, Kirby Smart used to be his coordinator, right? He did. And, That's and, right. And, and Saban no is, is no undefeated. No coordinator has beaten Saban yet. So, so you, I'm painfully aware. Okay. I'm painfully aware. All right, Haas, you're up. Auburn, South Carolina? You know. Betting no. against the home team? No, I would, I would love to pick South Carolina, but we all know better. I want to hear so, you yeah. say it. I, I want don't know, man. Going Auburn, you <laughs> fuck nut. <laughs> God, you're such a dick sometimes. <laughs> Loving called, you sometimes is that's like, called control. Texas A and M Miss State. Your fucking control right here. A and M. Like getting hugged by a porcupine. That's right. <laughs> sure Kentucky, Tennessee. I think this is the toss-up game of the week. Actually, Tennessee. I'm not sure they're as good as as we think they are, and I think Kentucky might actually be better than we think they are. I'm going to go Kentucky on this one. Arkansas, Ole Miss. I'm going to go Ole Miss just to piss you off. That works for me. Yeah. And because they're going to win. Florida, LSU. Yeah, um, fuck it. I'll go Florida, Missouri. And, and keep in mind, that, that's at the Swamp, so that, that's another yeah. reason to go Florida. Yeah. Yeah. Alabama, it, Georgia. But here's the other thing I might add. You, you, you waffle about Florida, LSU. You did pick Florida to take the SEC. Yeah, yeah, I know. Okay. And, and so, until and I watch these teams change. rush on them. At, at, you know. But here's the thing. If, if LSU ha- has the capability to rush like uh, A&M did yesterday, I think Florida struggles. Yes. I think if Florida doesn't find a way to lock down that front seven and keep, you know, seven, eight yards per rush, they're going to be in big trouble real quick. Because here's the thing. Sure, they can basically score at will, and, and they have a, a phenomenal offense, but a national championship without a defense is not likely to occur. We all know that to be true. That's why I waffled. Gotcha. Um, okay. Even though LSU has been somewhat suspect themselves this year. I want to go Georgia. I really do, but – 
History says Bama, so I go Bama. Okay. Hey, where are they playing? Does they are playing in Alabama. In Alabama, yeah. okay. Yeah. All right, great. Okay. Uh, I, I'm going South Carolina on this one. I'm not sure Auburn has quite the, the real swag deal. it wants right. to have. I mean, it, like I said, that was a questionable game uh, that they got. Yeah. Uh, yeah, A&M uh, certainly coming off that win. They keep performing like that. Uh, they look like a, a very different team. And Texas has got some locker room – or Mississippi State's got some locker room problems in addition, it sounds like. So you're going Texas? Yeah, did you see that quote today? <laughs> uh, uh, I am going Texas A&M, and I did, okay. yeah. Leach talking about purging some bad apples. Um, you know, I, I'm going I'm to go Tennessee on this one. I think I think they can take it. I mean, they, they played pretty well. They just got – I mean, yeah, they got spotted seven out of the gates. But anyway, Ole Miss Arkansas. Arkansas played really well. And, and, and they guess, beat Auburn, right? So, I mean – That's they, right. They that's right. Probably Ole Miss, though. I mean, that's a tough loss they just took. And I think Ole Miss has got some some good offense rolling. I'm uh, going Florida over LSU. I'm going Mizzou over Vandy. And uh, I'm going to stay loyal. Uh, and I think they can win this game. I think they can. I'm going Georgia. Well, as we've seen just in the first few weeks, any team can win, right, any given Saturday. Yep. Even though it was any given Sunday. I mean, Tennessee had negative one rushing yards. Right. Negative one total. Better learn how to run the ball. Yeah. All right. I'm going to go Auburn. Uh, unfortunately, uh, yeah, I think Texas may be showing us that they're starting to come into their own. Tennessee, I think, has a better chance on that one. Come on, Felipe. You the man. Arkansas over Ole Miss. Again, I said I was going to do it. I'm sticking by my word. I just – I'm not sold yet. So, uh, Florida over LSU, please get it together. Don't disappoint. I also think Mizzou here. Do I go with my head or do I go with my heart? Well, it depends. You got money on the line? No, pride. Then go with your heart, brother. Go with pride. Uh, I think it's – You got money on the line, fuck it. I think it's Georgia. I I think Georgia – in terms of playing defense, I think Georgia has played a better defensive game in the first three games of the season. You know, holding, again, Arkansas to 10 points, holding Auburn to six points, and then holding Tennessee to 21. So I think if Saban – can Georgia put up more points than Saban? I don't know. But I definitely think they got a defense that can hopefully shut Alabama down. That's, that's what I'm going with. So I'm saying Georgia over Alabama. All right. So we've got our picks locked in. And so we're just going to see how this plays out as we go forward. Maybe defense will show up. Let's hope. And so we will call it a day there. Thank you, gentlemen. I do appreciate it. And we will see how SEC rolls into the coming week. Until next time, we'd like to say... Roast. Empire. Absolute dead Cheers, gentlemen. Thank you.